we've got uh, quite a program coming up for you. Some uh, some uh, incredible news that I don't think I've ever seen come from our country before. Uh, coming up in just a second. When you walk out the door in the morning, you turn back, you look at your house. Are you looking at a safe haven? Or are you looking at how am I going to pay for this? Um, I, you know, our credit cards are are going out of control. People had paid their credit card debt down. Now they're back in debt with credit cards and interest rates are coming back up. Please, please, please just find out if American financing can help you. If you're, you know, think, well, we're okay now. Please get ahead of this. It is going to get worse before it gets better. Right now, you could uh, have American financing help you with a consolidation loan or refinancing your house at maybe a fixed rate would be really good. And you could skip up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440 or go to AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. Go there now. Program begins in just a minute. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I am going to share a couple of stories with you today uh, to the best of my ability. Um, both stories I have never faced before. Um, one story I don't think I can tell you about legally, um, but I'll try to give you a thumbnail. And the other one is a story that in 45 years of broadcasting, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it, um, at least from our country. We begin in 60 seconds. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. This comes from personal experience. Um, uh, and it comes from a, uh, a situation to where I was in really bad pain for a long time. Um, we tried to hide it for a long time because it was it was really debilitating, and um, and I couldn't I just couldn't go on that way anymore. Our relationship even changed because of this because uh, my life was so different off the air that I felt like I had lost my connection with you because I'm I just I just blurt stuff out all the time. And it really bothered me. Uh, not only that, but I thought, you know, I thought my career was done and I thought I was just going to go home and just be in pain. And that's the way, you know, that's the end of that story. 
My wife said, please try Relief Factor. I'm like, honey, we have been to the best doctors. Do you really think something that's made with, you know, secret herbs and spices is really going to get rid of my pain? She said, try everything. I said, it's not going to work. Okay. So I took it for three weeks and I didn't think it was working. And then I stopped taking it and my pain came rushing back. And I was like, oh my gosh, it is working. It's really working. Now I'm rarely in pain. It is fantastic. Three week quick start developed just for you. $19.95, a dollar a day, like a trial pack. Relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Hello, Stu. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, you know. It's a ring endorsement of how you feel today. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. You're a little uh, a little tense, I noticed, coming in. There's uh, some news that seems to be a tad bothersome for yeah, there is, the future um, of the Republic. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a couple of uh, stories out that are, uh, are quite disturbing. Um, I, um, I think I'm going to start with, with this one, and I want to read it verbatim. Um, it's from Rolling Stone magazine, something that I don't usually go to for all my facts and figures, but or anything else or anything else. Mm-hmm. But this is um, this is a really disturbing story. And usually the Rolling Stone magazine is on the left. And so for them to bring this story to light uh, is quite remarkable. A minute before 5 a.m., April 27th, ABC News journalist James Gordon Meek fired off a single tweet with a single word, facts. The network's national security investigative producer was responding to a former CIA agent uh, and his take that the Ukrainian military, with assistance from the U.S., was thriving against Russian forces. This agent's tweet, filled with acronyms indecipherable to the layperson like TTPs, UW, and EW, was itself a reply to a missive from Washington Post Pentagon reporter who noted the wealth of information that the U.S. military had gathered about Russian ops just by observing their combat strategy in real time. The interchange illustrated the interplay between the national security community and those who cover it. And no one straddled both worlds quite like ABC News Meek. He was an Emmy-winning deep-dive journalist who was a former senior counterterrorism advisor and investigator for the House Homeland Security Commission. His detractors within ABC, Meek was something of a military fanboy, but his track record of exclusives was undeniable, breaking the news of foiled terrorist plots in New York City and the Army's cover-up of the fratricidal death of Private First Class David Sherratt in Iraq, a bombshell that earned Meek a face-to-face meeting with President Obama. With nine years at ABC under his belt, a buzzy Hulu documentary poised for Emmy attention and an upcoming book on the military's chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan, The 52-year-old journalist seemed to be at the height of his powers and the pinnacle of his profession. But outside his Arlington, Virginia apartment, 
a surreal scene was unfolding and his storied career was about to come crashing down. Meek's tweet marked the last time he posted on Twitter. The first thing Meek's neighbor, John Anatoly, noticed that morning was a black utility vehicle with blacked out windows blocking traffic in both directions on Columbus Pike. It was just before dawn on that brisk April day, and self-described police vehicle historian Anatelli was about to grab a coffee at Starbucks before embarking, embarking on his daily three-mile walk. He inched closer to get a better vantage, and when he saw an olive green Lenko Bearcat G2, an armored tactical vehicle often employed by the FBI, among other law enforcement agencies, a few Arlington County cruisers surrounded the jaw-dropping scene, but all of the other vehicles were unmarked, including the Bearcat. Anatoly uh, counted uh, at least 10 heavily armed personnel in the group. None bore anything identifying which agency was conducting the raid. Just after 10 minutes... The operation inside the Siena Park apartment complex, a six-story upscale building for D.C. professionals, uh, was over. They didn't stick around. They took off pretty quickly and headed west on Columbia Pike towards Fairfax County. Most people seeing that green vehicle will think it's some sort of a tank, but I knew it was a Lenko Bearcat. It's a vehicle designed to jump out of so you can do a raid in a quick amount of time, and it can return fire if they're being fired upon. Multiple sources familiar with the matter say Meek was the target of an FBI raid at the Siena Park Apartments, where he had been living on the top floor for more than a decade. An FBI representative told Rolling Stone its agents were present on the morning of April 27th at that block but they could not comment further due to an ongoing investigation. Meek has not been charged with a crime, but independent observers believe the raid was among the first and quite possibly the first to be carried out on a journalist by the Biden administration. A federal magistrate judge in the Virginia Eastern District Court signed off on a search warrant that day before the raid, if the raid was for Meek's records, U.S. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco would have had to give her blessings. A new policy enacted last year prohibits federal prosecutors from seizing journalist documents. Any exception requires the deputy AG's approval. They said, to my knowledge, there hasn't been any case since January 2021. In the raid's aftermath, Meek has made himself scarce. Now, that's the first time. This story takes a turn now. And I'm not sure what we're getting here. In the raid's aftermath, Meek has made himself scarce. None of his Siena Park neighbors with whom Rolling Stone spoke with have seen him since. With his apartment now appearing to be vacant. Siena Park management declined to confirm that their longtime tenant was gone, citing privacy policies. Huh. Okay. Similarly, uh, similarly, sim yeah, you know, 
Uh, several ABC News colleagues who are accustomed to unraveling mysteries and cracking investigative stories tell Rolling Stones they have no idea what happened to Meek. He just fell off the face of the earth. And when people are asked, no one knows the answer. ABC representative tells Rolling Stone, uh, yeah, he resigned abruptly and he hasn't worked for us for months. Really? Sources familiar with the matter say federal agents allegedly found classified information on Meek's laptop during their raid. One investigative journalist who worked with Meek says it would be highly unusual for a reporter or a producer to keep any classified information on his computer. So now, what happened to him? He hasn't been seen since April. The story goes on to, I don't know, it, it, it just gets fuzzy at the end. Let me read you the last, uh, uh, last paragraph. It is unclear what story, if any, would have put Meek in the FBI crosshairs. Meek worked on extremely sensitive topics from high-profile terrorists in America uh, and Americans held abroad and the, uh, the, and the exploits of Eric Prince, the founder of the military co- uh, contractor Blackwater. In recent years, some of Meek's highest-profile reporting delved into an ambush by ISIS, left four American Green Berets dead. Meek and ABC adapted the story in a feature-length documentary, which debuted last year on Veterans Day, on Hulu. Hmm. Okay. Is anyone a? Do we live now in Russia? The FBI is completely and totally out of control. A Emmy award-winning journalist tweets facts and then is whisked away into black. We don't know if it's the FBI into black vans where no one is wearing identification on their flak jacket. Now this sticks out to me because last night I talked to one of the guys swept up by the AB by uh, the FBI. Remember the, the father of 11, He was on my show last night and I said, you know, how did it happen? He said they were pounding on the doors, pounding on the windows. He said, I opened the window to see what was going on. They had guns pointed at the front door. I went to the door and I said, I'm opening the door now. I asked them for identification and the FBI guy pointed to his chest with the little Velcro thing that said FBI. And he said, that's your identification. Now, that's disturbing in the first place. But these guys didn't have any markings. Why? And where is this guy? And why isn't why isn't the world of ABC on fire? Where are the journalists? If Donald Trump had anyone in a gray sedan, not even a black van, a gray sedan, an old one. From the 60s and an old lady got out 
and said, hey, I'm with the Trump administration and I just like to ask you about an article, they would have been screaming to high heaven. Now we have a, a, a FBI that is completely out of control and they pick up a journalist in April and we're just hearing about it now. That might be the most disturbing part of the story. Uh, uh, the fact that a journalist could be taken out of their home in a raid by the government and no one, no journalist reports it. No one's tweeting about it. There's no discussions for six months. Yeah. And by the way, his uh, partner who worked with him on the, the, uh, on the documentary that they produced, he told Rolling Stone, uh, I'm not commenting on this story and then hung up. This is not good, America. This is not good. The fear and the madness has got to stop. We must end it November 8th. We must end it November 8th. I don't think... America, I don't know. I don't watch mainstream media anymore, so I don't know what everybody else is saying. I don't even listen to other talk radio shows. I don't listen to anything. So I don't know what warnings you're getting elsewhere. But if you're not hearing an urgent warning on the loss of your country, our Bill of Rights, your freedom, and your economic freedom, uh, you're listening to the wrong people. This is very disturbing. And uh, when we come back, I'll try to tell you about the other story that I don't think even legally I can. It's a fun world. In a minute. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Would you tell me, Stu, honestly? Am I, I just want to check myself. Am I overreacting to these things? Am I giving wrong advice? Am I looking at all of these pieces and at any time are you going, clang, 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 relax? I think a lot of people are feeling the same way you are. Okay. I, I do. I mean, I think, we, again, we don't know the story. Don't know the we, story. We might find out that it, there's an explanation for this. There's a, There's an anecdote in there where... One of his coworkers says he called me up and he said he had all sorts of real problems in his life and he had to pull out of a project, which which bothered me. It bothered me, it, but it bothered me because it it led you to believe that he might be suicidal. Right. And no, that's, I know that's, that's that's that doesn't help that story. No, but it yeah. could be right. Like that's could true, be. but that's just one element of a million stories we've done over the past couple of months that you, make you think there are massive problems going on. But you know, somebody disappears from April until October, yeah, that's and a, you don't find a body, and nobody's doing a manhunt. Nobody is. Nobody's even talking about this story. How? Is that possible? How is it possible? How is the media? Forget forget the government actually doing it, which would be incredibly disturbing. But why? Where are this guy's friends? These guys, this guy's associates, the people 
who he depended on, who depended on him. Why weren't they out telling the story four or five months ago? All right, let me do the commercial here real quick. It's, uh, <laughs> it's American financing. Um, you know, we, we are in, it's really weird. Right now, with an exception of inflation, when you look at the loan rate, we're about 5%. Historically, verify this if you can. That's like a pretty low rate. Yeah. If you go back, yeah. you know, 40 years, 30 years, that's a low rate. So we are historically at a really pretty good rate. Okay. Average, maybe 6%, 7%. But we're looking at 5% and going, this is insane. No. The world went insane after the crash in 08. The world went insane. That wasn't normal. Now, the extra whammy is how much you have to pay for everything because of inflation. American financing is there to help you. If you are trying to buy a new house, they can help you get the best loan. If you are um, struggling with your, your credit cards, they may be able to help you. Please call them for a financial review. It's free, no strings attached. It'll take you about 10 minutes. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's American Financing or AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Huh. Welcome to the... um this is, uh, this is amazing. This is amazing. Um, Simon & Schuster, I'm just reading this uh, some more. Um, he co-authored Americans Who Undertook One Last Mission and Honored Promise in Afghanistan, which he co-authored with Lieutenant Colonel Scott Mann, a retired Green Beret. Um, Meek even featured a picture of the soon-to-publish book in his bio and social media. But post-April 27th, the book jacket photo disappeared from his bio, and Simon & Schuster scrubbed his name from all of the press materials. The first sentence of the jacket previously read, in April, ABC News correspondent James Gordon got an urgent call from a special forces operator serving overseas. Now it says, in April, an urgent call was placed from a special forces operation serving overseas. Why is he being erased? Why is he being erased? Welcome to 1982, gang. Back in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Every day that you're not protecting or not being protected when you get online is a day you might end up losing something. You might lose your identity. Quite honestly, you might lose your children. I feel like today, I just, I mean, this is, it's every day is different. Every day is like, every week is like a decade. It's moving so quickly. And I, I, I just want you to know that we're going to be fine. And there are things that you can do and we can do that are really important. But one of the things is you just have to have people watching your back while you're busy doing things. And online, no one can prevent all identity theft. 
but it is a real problem, especially if we're getting into a digital war with somebody like Russia. Um, LifeLock will help protect what's yours. LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save 25%. LifeLock.com. LifeLock.com. Promo code back or 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Promo code back at LifeLock.com. All the best election coverage at blazetv.com slash Glenn. You can use the promo code Glenn to save yourself 10 bucks. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Um, my staff is reaching out to the FCC to have a conversation about something that I will... Uh, I will delay a day um, and uh, see what see what my team I, I I need to tell you this story, but I don't think legally I can. And I want to I want you to hear the story. The gloves have to come off. Uh, and uh, I think our attorneys and the FCC need to be involved uh and before i move forward if if not well then uh we'll tell you the story in another way um but uh the gloves need to come off and i want some answers so we'll get to the second story i was telling you that i'm not sure i can tell you (laughs) on the air We'll give you an update. Hopefully tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, I will tell you the story. It's a weird time to do a radio show. It is a, I've never Mm -hmm. dealt with this. Yeah. Uh, You've been in it for 22 years, right? 24? Yeah, 24 years. I've been doing this for 45. Nothing like this ever. Ever. People need to understand that. And when you listen to people like Joe Rogan or, or, uh, you know, uh, Dave Rubin or any of really good podcasters, that's podcast. They haven't seen broadcast, so they don't know the standards that we've always had to live up to. And they were without question. You, We never even got close to those things. You never had when you have media experience. And you're not one of the club or the cult. When you have that and you see how much things have changed. And I mean, it's just it's remarkable and how fast it is changing. Uh, all right. We, we were talking about this story from Rolling Stone and Stu and I were talking about it off off the air. And I, I think we should talk about it some more because there's there's. I, ABC ABC News Producers Home rated by FBI. This is from the Rolling Stone. Why is this only in the Rolling Stone? Emmy Award winning producer James Gordon Meek at his home rated by the FBI. This is back in April. Colleagues say they haven't seen him since. The neighbors haven't seen him since. His home is now just vacant. Um, Looks like it's empty. What happened? Where is he? Is there a missing persons report out on him? Is there anybody in his life? Why doesn't the story quote anyone from his family? 
Now, maybe, maybe because, you know, the, the one guy, he was his, uh, his director and producer on a film that they were working on that they won the Emmy for. When Rolling Stone contacted him about, you know, hey, where is he? What happened? All he said was, I'm not commenting on this story and hung up the phone. His colleagues, investigative journalists at ABC, have no idea what happened to him. He was just picked up five o'clock in the morning. And after he tweeted facts, that was his last tweet. And then gone. Now, in reading the story, and I can't explain this other than a feeling because the story kind of changes halfway through. It makes this incredible charge. Now, either Rolling Stone, which is possible, Rolling Stone has something and they're hyping it up. But why would they do that? So they're making it look like, oh, this is something cloak and dagger. You know, the FBI that maybe because they don't like the FBI. Good. Stand in line. (laughs) Maybe it's because that's the way they are. But that doesn't make sense in today's world where journalists are supposed to love the FBI. Yeah, I mean, certainly Rolling Stone is left wing, but they also have that they have a strain of, you know, something I don't know, like the intercept, right? The, like a, a sort of anti uh, military. military, anti-law enforcement strain to their reporting that you could see them being critical even when a democrat is in office. Um and I we should also point out to be fair, Rolling Stone does not have the best record when it comes to telling factual stories. True, true. <laughs> I mean, like they have true. had massive payouts they've had to make. If I remember right, they were one of the ones, what, weren't they the uh, the, oh, yeah. the Virginia yeah, case they were. where they, they basically... Accused this team of rape. Right, right yeah, she's accused of, 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 of rape and, and it was a big scandal and then the whole thing fell apart. Correct. So they've had, they've had many, many they've issues had, over the years. Okay, so, but here's the thing. In the first part of the story, they make it, they, they lead you to believe that he's gone. He's just gone. Nobody's seen him. I mean, they say that. Nobody has seen him. No one knows where he is. The last time anyone saw him was the morning of the FBI raid. This is in April. But then the next paragraph in the raid's aftermath, Meek has made himself scarce. Now, that's not making yourself scarce. Yeah, but, uh, that means <laughs> you, you've made yourself invisible. You've fallen well, off the map. Well, I think the accusation is that he didn't make himself anything. Right. The point is he was made by outside Correct. forces Correct. to be invisible. So that, But that bothers me. That sentence bothers me because yeah. that says the reporter is either hyping and doesn't really have everything but enough for the story to be printed But the editor comes in and says, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You can't say they took him and he disappeared because do you know that? Well, no. Okay. I need you to soften this up because then for a couple of paragraphs, it kind of kind of softens it up. Nowhere does it say they did anything to him. And then one colleague, the colleague that, you know, co-wrote a book and was the co-writer of this book, the guy who's had that now handed to him and Meeks's name is completely off the book and he's been entirely taken out for what what reason? What reason? He's the one who says, yeah, he called me and he, he was just distraught. 
and said, I can't work on the book anymore. And I said, you know, I understand. Okay. Yeah. And that, that would be the reason, right? In theory, if you believe the narrative of the story that uh, he's saying that the, I mean, like the alternate theory here would be that this guy just has massive problems going on. Maybe his people around him don't want to talk about it because he's, you know, I, again, I'm just throwing this stuff out there, but like he's in rehab or he's, he's having emotional problems or, you know, some, some sort of physical ailment, but that doesn't, it doesn't line up with the fact that this all seems to have happened after the FBI raid, right? Like so, that's, that's the part of it. If yeah. there was no FBI raid, you might say, well, why is this guy missing? We don't have any answers. So what, if I were the editor, I would be asking, is there a missing persons report out on him? Mm-hmm. Has anybody filed a missing persons? This guy can't be a guy that can just disappear and has no friend that says, hey, you know, I'm really concerned with him. We haven't seen him since April. He hasn't tweeted. He hasn't done anything since April. Mm. You know, if you're a good friend of his or a family member and you think that he's having some issues, you are even stronger on that. Yeah. And they don't have family members quoted. They have no family. They're not saying, hey, we're looking for him, too. We don't understand. It's co-workers and, you know, co-workers could. It's possible, you know, certainly in this day and age when everyone's working at home, you might not see a co-worker for a long period of time. You'd think they wouldn't write the story, though, if they did not have an indication. Like, if they, were, if, if they knew 10 minutes after they write it that one of their family members would say, I, I just saw him at lunch yesterday. Yeah, I like, mean, you have to have guys, some source of confirmation. Yeah, he, so he's not in New York. Have you looked right. at his hometown? Right. He's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He just took a, he took a different job. He's been working at, you know, uh, yeah. at, at be like, Taco Bell be like for the past you six months. saying, I was here one day. It was the summer. Glenn just disappeared for months. He's been gone since June, and it's August. Yeah, I'm, I'm up in the mountains, man. Right. What are you, he's at the ranch. He's at the ranch. I mean, it's just, yeah, right. you can't do that. Right. They, they don't, I assume they want to avoid looking that dumb today if a family member's like, hey, oh, here he is. We swam in the pool yesterday. Like, I, you know, you, you want to have some belief in the media, I guess. But what, I think what's more shocking here, and we're, we're picking apart this report, but why weren't these people asking questions about their friend, about their coworker? Where were the reporters why? when they can write about every rumor about Donald Trump? They can accuse him of being a Russian asset for five years, but they don't have but any interest friend. in their own friend and his whereabouts. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Oh, uh, mm-hmm. That's why I started this hour with never seen this in America mm. before. I've never seen this in America. This is what you expect in a banana republic. This is what you expect government to do uh, in in Russia. And and the the idea again that he had classified information on his laptop. He's a journalist. He's protected by law, and they recently reinforced that law. By saying, if it's a journalist laptop, you have to have the assistant AG to sign off on that warrant. The AG didn't. So how, how is that even? How does that square with the story? Why did they conduct the raid with the rumors that they were looking for some classified information? You can't conduct the raid for that on a journalist. You've broken the law. 
Now, the good news is the FBI is looking into it. So as soon as they get those, as soon as they get those uh, pro-life clinic bombers, they're on this one. They'll be on this one. Memories can be a lot like the old game telephone. Uh, you uh, you start, you just say something, and then it's whispered to the next person. And it's not quite right. And before you know it, it's completely gone. That's why photographs and home movies and videos are so important. Problem is, those old formats don't hold up forever. I, I don't know about you, but I really think we're missing. We take so many pictures now, but we don't keep the ones that we don't like where somebody's making a weird face. You know, those are the photographs that I grew up with. My sister with the crossed eyes in that picture or me looking like a doofus in this. You don't have those anymore. And that distorts our view and our memories completely. You know, we have all kinds of filters now. Can we just film it in natural light? Can we just show what it was really like? Can we? The memories that we had, you know, if you took videos of your kids, those videos are only meant to last about 10 years and then they start to decay. You need, don't put them in your VCR if you have one. You've got to have them um, transferred into digital because they will be gone. Will be gone. Legacy Box is here to safeguard those memories, which you should should send in. I mean, I've done this with Tanya and her families. I keep asking my kids, all I want, I even have the Legacy Boxes, they're sitting right there. All I want is for somebody to go through our family photos. We've just done this for Tanya's mom and dad. They capture all the old photos and home videos. You save them on a disc or in the cloud. They ship back the originals. It is fast. It is easy. It's safe for your memories. Legacy Box, offering a huge discount. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Take advantage of the exclusive offer. It's LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation, 888-727-BECK. Hey, this year, Mercury One has continued to help in Florida. We have been on the ground in Florida. We're still on the ground in Florida trying to help uh, rebuilding, you know, houses and rebuilding lives. Uh, Also, we've helped in Detroit rebuilding the roofs there, um, helping so many people, our partners all across the country. We've had teacher conferences, family conferences, pastor, student, politician conferences at the American Journey Experience to help teach them the truth about American history and how we move forward. Every time you donate uh, to Mercury One, I promise you, I always say this, that your dollars go to that fund. They don't go to pay the employees, you know, over across the brickyard here at Mercury One. Your dollars go to that specific thing. The way I can promise you that is we have once a year a big event to raise funds. This year event is sold out, but... We have other ways you can help keep the lights on. Uh, MercuryOne.org. You can go there and donate for our Maximum Impact Fund. We also have a live auction going on now, and there's a raffle. We We really need your help. We are trying to restore the human spirit and restore the true history of our country. 
Uh, you can go to mercuryone.org to be a part of something really incredible. Uh, again, I think this is going to be broadcast on the 28th. You can't get into it now, but I think we're going to be broadcasting um, on either online. I don't think it's on the blaze, but it will be online for sure. October 29th, mercuryone.org. Help us help America. All righty, Stu. We have coming up in uh, just a second. Uh, we have Thomas Massey on, mm. and we want to understand exactly what the CDC is voting on regarding the COVID nineteen vaccine for children. Now, we gave you a story yesterday that was talking about the legal liability that is going now back to Pfizer and Moderna. And uh, it said that they were going to vote today on, you know, putting it in with, uh, you know, mumps and polio vaccines. You know how many vaccines your kids are required to have now? Required to have by 18. I do not. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't either. It's just an astounding number. I'm not anti-vaccine at all. Uh, 77 or 78. This vaccine bothers me because I think this is a way to skirt around uh, the uh, the lawsuits that could come. Again, this was an experimental vaccine. Um, what is the real record on that? And I want to talk to him about the FBI. Thomas Massey joins us. The Glenn Beck Program.